This podcast was recorded before the SAG and WGA strike. And boom, we're live. Boom. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. A little chilly, but I'm good. A little chilly? I yeah. know. It's been kind of weird in LA lately. It Right. Yesterday, we had like mad sunshine. I was at the beach one of these days. I don't know. Yeah, I was at the beach, and I was like, wow, spring is here. And the next day, rainstorm. Oh, so you didn't freeze your butt off? Oh, I didn't go in the water. Oh. No. <laughs> I wore fully clothing pajamas and sneakers and socks. He's like, do you see me? I yeah. don't go in the water. I'm not going in the water. <laughs> no. But it was a beautiful day. Beautiful day. Beautiful. And now it's cloudy. So I guess, you know, the the plants need the water. Yeah. Yeah. We've been in a drought for I don't know how long. Years. I don't know. I've, only, I've only been here for a year and a half. So yeah. I have no we've idea. We've needed water since then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so long story short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do this podcast for a while. Mm. We did about 12 episodes, we as in me, and uh, I kind of stopped for a while, and now I have just a, an excuse to do it again and to have fun and just talk to my friends and yes. people I love. And uh, so with that being said, why don't you like just tell people like who you are just like 30 seconds. Oh, wow. Down. On the clock. 30 <laughs> seconds. Here we go. How much time do we have? 30 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Time is still ticking. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, my name is Jonathan. I'm originally from Miami, Florida. Um, I moved to LA at the top of 2013. Basically, I was I, I was dancing in Miami, Florida. I was doing a lot of like Latin ballroom and like a lot of Afro jazz and a lot, a lot of just like hip hop and training as a dancer. And then I moved to LA and I was like, okay, if I don't make it in LA, in these two weeks, then I'm gonna head home. <laughs> and the first week, I, I just I partied my ass off. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I I have a plane ticket to leave back to go to, back to go to Miami. I need to start making connections or networking yeah. or going auditions. You I need was to like, make it. You have one I was week like, now. I have a week now. I was like, no one's discovered me. No. I'm at the malls every day no. buying cute clothes. I'm like, hello. Ooh. What's hello? So thirty seconds are gone. And long story short, I've been here longer than two weeks. I've been here <laughs> for about eleven years. I've been here for about eleven years, and we are we're making it in different in different sentences of making it. And I've done everything from photography to acting to dancing to working in production to doing freelance publicity to doing marketing uh, to working for casting, working in, working for producers, and it's really getting the lay of the land. You've done so much since you've been here. <sighs> And, and you touched on something that I think a lot of people come here with a certain expectation of making it in an obscenely short amount of time. Yes. You know, I, I almost feel, feel like it's just naturally within us. You feel the timeline. Yeah, you f- just you feel the a timeline. You're just like, okay, I'll give myself two weeks or right. a couple months right. or, you know, if only I just like can get seen, then everything right. will happen. Right. And um, <clears throat> it's really interesting when you live, start living here in LA or anywhere where the industry, the entertainment industry is kind of booming mm-hmm. um, or just present here. Uh, you just have so many hopefuls not knowing what they're really signing up for. Um. And for me, I'm so lucky that I had a career for 10 years so smart. as a ballet dancer, where I was, even though it's very different, there's some similarities in which certain expectations are kind of put in check. 
you understand the difference between an artistic creative expression as well as a commerce and business and it. and kind of bridging those two things together i don't i think that a lot of people don't know what they don't know a lot of people don't know <clears throat> which can be uh, a strength but inevitably you know there's there's just certain things that are way out of people's control on the flip side there is so much flexibility and there is so much opportunity for somebody to make something. Absolutely. You know? And if you're in at least this is just my opinion. If it's if it's unique and if it's something that people want to consume, like things can happen, which I do like. Absolutely. And I think yeah. the biggest thing is also Keep making talking. sure that you are being it, it's in your voice it's in your voice and it's in your it's in your soul whatever you're creating it has to come from you because that's what makes it unique that's what yeah, makes it original absolutely. yeah there's there's the hollywood industry is like why don't we do three girls and they're mean mm. and then we've got another mean. girl that's not mean oh but she wants to be in that clique she become and, mean. and then she might become mean herself oh, no. in the journey of finding out who she is in the coming of age story oh, no. called Mean Girls or Ooh. The Heathers or Jawbreaker or almost any teen movie yeah. from now to the beginning of time. It's like they're just like <laughs> there's this just a formula to it. But I think when, when you come to the city, if, if you're coming to the city with the business and the the wisdom of like, yo, I've had this career, I know that it's it's art and it's also commerce that I think you're, you're 10 steps ahead of the game. And, and you want to come to the city and create your own opportunity and create opportunities for other people and to connect. It's like, that is a way better way to work the city than to spend the time waiting. Yeah. And just taking all the job. Just there's nothing wrong with doing it on your, on your own pacing and just learning what it is. Mm -hmm. But no one no one really has the time to just understand how the city works for 10 years mm. and then feel like now i can now that i understand now i can start so start uh, the the goal is just to start wherever mm -hmm. you can yeah. start yeah and just have fun as I, you should i feel like too many people and i see this in no matter what art form it is too many people they they have this 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 way about it where they literally suffer for their own art you know you know we're we're living beings here and we have to kind of nurture ourselves in order to have the best outcome possible correct right so why not you know try to have a roof over your head and food on the table on. and be able to afford what is out here um, in addition to taking the time and the hours and the mental energy to put something out there. Right. You know? Um, yeah. I guess that's a really good segue to yeah, sandpaper. It is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. It couldn't be a better one. Um, uh, for those who don't know, I wrote, produced, and starred in a film when I first moved here. I wasn't planning on doing it, but uh, it's 
about a year and a half since I've been here, and um, so much has happened. Um, you had the privilege of seeing the rough cut. I sure did. You know, it, without the sound mixing, without full color, um, and just kind of like the rough edit of what everything looks like. Um, what did you think? It, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this to like stroke your ego, but which, which, uh, which is fine, you know, but I was, my honest reaction was I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, okay. You thought I was going to be shit. I get it. I'm teasing. Because I'm teasing. there's many people, like I have many friends, even myself, like mm. many friends that are like, yo, I'm about to create this film, right. concept video. Talk about it. And it's and they didn't put it in the, the details. They didn't put in the money. Mm. They didn't hire the people. They didn't really create the, the crew. You know, it's yeah. like the difference between a YouTube video and a film and making, there's a difference between like, yes, you had to do it by yourself, but do you have the resources? Did you, did you create the people? Did you find the people? Did you did you know what it actually takes to produce and star and write your own film? So I was I was just I was pleasantly surprised because I, I was gonna I was gonna support you either way. I would have been like, hey, thank you. Maybe we're not gonna send this to anyone, <laughs> but this is a really great video. This is a good start. This is a good start. I'm really happy you did it, buddy. Hey, you did it. Just, I'm happy you did it, and it's it's done now. It's done. Don't show this to anyone. <laughs> this podcast will never be seen by Don't anybody. Don't show it to anyone. Don't share this right now. I'm actually not expecting this podcast to really be seen. I'm just, it. it We're I getting, have to getting start. the ball rolling. Exactly. We're getting the ball rolling because exactly. it attracts the momentum. Yeah. Attracts other things. I'm doing it because I like doing the things. Yes. And I'm having so much fun right now. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. But sandpaper, it was. I was pleasantly surprised. That was my first reaction. Without going into too much detail, it. I was pleasantly surprised, being like, "Oh, this is a phenomenal script." The detail between the cinematography, the lighting, the actors, the dancers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it not feeling like, even though it was like, everyone in this room is my friend, and we're helping create this thing. And it just being like, we spent a week or whatever creating this concept video or this music video, or it just, it pulled, it really, it, I was surprised in the way that I was like, oh, this could be in theaters right now. Hmm. I don't, I don't, it could be like, okay, we've got Thor Ragnarok, we've got Titanic 7, we've got Pitch Perfect, and we've got Sandpaper. And it's like, okay, like this could be in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Now it is only thirty minutes long, so it's not a feature. But thank you, absolutely. That means the world to me. It in in the sense that I didn't necessarily write the script thinking I was going to make something and be in this spot that I am right now. I just wanted to write something. I wanted to tell a story that was based on something that I had lived through, and <clears throat> I know for myself. I, you know, I, I did come to the city with a little bit of a timetable thinking like, oh, okay, so I'm going to give myself a year and like, see how it is and what it is. Um, but also having this long-term mindset of like, well, 
realistically, I should be here for 10 years or at least be in the space for 10 years and just keep showing up and keep right. doing things. Don't quit. Right. People and, will leave the city and you'll have your moment. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Or, or it's just one of those things where, uh, you you just get better at your craft. Truly. You know, it's like people asking people to go and, you know, win the Super Bowl, and they're just learning how to throw a football for the first time. That's great. You know, it's it's that kind of mindset, and it's a little delusional, but it's also you kind of have to have a little bit of that shoot for the stars mentality when you're trying to build something up. Um, it it was really interesting. Uh, I when I first came out here, um, I had the privilege of knowing a couple people who had been in the industry, who, you know, have had had some success who have been in shows and movies and worked with, you know, brand name people and, and studios and, you know, that, 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 that thing that we all want as actors and as creators in this industry and hearing them talk about their representation, hearing them talking about, you know, their experiences and how they get work um, when I came out here, I was thinking, okay, I have that certain mindset. I know that's possible. Right. Let's try to lean into that and let's make that happen for myself. And when I came out here, what was available to me and the meetings that I was getting from agents and managers and just everybody, that wasn't the case. I wasn't getting that type of relationship. I wasn't getting a, okay, I see you have this. Let me bring you into my network. I'm going to have a general meeting with this person. Oh, you right. want you want to work with this writer? Okay, I'm going to reach out to their agent and manager, <clears throat> telling them about who you are and what you do and how that works within what they do. You know, I didn't have anything like that. It was so much of like, all right, well, spend a few thousand dollars getting a headshot right. and having subscriptions to all these different casting sites. Right, and right, right. oh yeah, um, you should also spend a couple more thousand dollars on casting workshops because you know, right. and and I just started seeing that it was so much of a a, a that that the that the representation at least with the meetings that I got, I'm not, not dissing any representation, but a lot of it was just click, 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 click on websites. It's a little pay to play. It's a little bit, but at the same time, I know so many people who don't pay to play. And I just was really frustrated at the duality that I was seeing. And I'm like, "Ah, I know that there's more out there. There is. And where is that for somebody just starting out? <clears throat> so with that frustration, I went, okay, well, what do I do? I'm here in LA. I have this, you know, apartment, and I'm like, ah, I'm going through my savings, what little savings I do have, and I'm just starting. Okay, f it. I'm just gonna write. I'm just gonna make something. I'm just gonna tell a story because that's what is in me right now. And it was just calling me to just put it on the page. So I do that and long story short, I finish it and um, I start workshopping it with friends, with other people, other people in my class, other, you know, uh, teachers, coaches, my friends who were on these different shows um, and movies that uh, I spoke about earlier. And unanimously, everybody was like, when are you shooting this? Mm. When are you making this? can I be a part of this? Wow. How can I help you? And I was shocked because I wasn't even planning on it. 
I wasn't even like, oh, okay, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna get these people together. I was like, no, I just wanted to tell a story. Wow. Hey everybody, here I wrote I wrote a scene. Let's sit down. Like, I'm gonna I'll be this person, you be that person, and let's go. Um, first of all, I'm glad I have people and coaches that allow me to bring in work that I have created. Wow. Um, but I was just awestruck that people liked the story and resonated with it. And the more people I talked to, it was usually more of the same thing. A few people were like, oh, that's not the kind of story I like, but good luck. But most people were like, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is unique. This is fun. Um, <clears throat> and I just knew I had to take it seriously. So went through the process, had brought a f- the few friends I have out here or had out here. I have a lot more than when I first started, so I'm very grateful Let's for go. all the people. Because people are attracted to people that are, what is the word, like productively creating mm, out yes. people who are outputting. Yes. I, 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 you People that are just like, you have your friends that are like, they hit you up and you're like, yo, you want to go play mini golf? You want to go to the beach? You want to go get coffee shops? After a couple of weeks, you're like, great. But you're like, every week we're going to a coffee shop and spending $18 yeah. on a mochaccino latte and going Forget to the beach? That. What are we doing? Why are we here? We can yeah. go to different cities and have cheaper rent to live these, to live our regular yeah. lives. So, but people and artists in themselves, they're like, oh my goodness, I, this is the reason why I came to this city, right. is to to connect and to work and to create with other people. And, and, and so people are attracted to what you are doing. Yeah. People are, people are not attracted to when everyone asks you, so what do you do? And you're like, well, I'm a writer or I'm, a, I'm an actor. And they're like, oh, so what are you doing about that? And you're like, I'm just sitting on my ass, not. Yep. Waiting for the thing for someone to choose yeah, me, and it's like the phone call. Yeah. it's like the conversation over. Thank you so much. Goodbye. But when you are creating something, you are in that you've given yourself the power to put it, give it, give birth to the thing. <laughs> yep. Give birth to the actual idea. Give birth to the story. Give birth to the what it like. Yeah. People are like, do you need help giving birth to this? Do you? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> 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 Ah, yes, we did it. Let's have another baby. Like, th- it, people are attracted to that. People want that. People people love, a, you know. <laughs> people love a baby. People love a baby. Most people love a baby. You're right. <laughs> but I, I was just so happy that people were able to take time out of their lives and their careers to come out and shoot this uh drama that was based around dance and uh, and what amazing footage they got out of it talk about it talk about it the footage C- can i tell you about that story tell me tell me please tell okay so benji dell he's okay. an amazing cinematographer he was our dp mm. um <clears throat> uh the director uh of this my good friend and i'm happy to call him a friend uh danny mooney and him went to uh college i think they were about a year or two apart um, but long story short, Benji, he does a lot of commercials, um, uh, and he also has a lot of great e- equipment that he, um, uh, co-owns with a bunch of other people and he rents them out. He has his own rental business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when my director and friends went to him and told him about the project and what he wanted to do and how he was seeing it and, you know, they had wanted to work together for so long. Um, Benji 
said, absolutely, let's work together. And he really wanted to do narrative. He was kind of, he, you know, I, I don't want to speak on his behalf. I'll have him on the podcast to speak what he, what he wants. But from my perspective, he really wanted to do more narrative and he had the availability, um, in September when we shot it. Nice. So he just went, okay, I'm going to have this equipment. And he did, he just brought in a whole van full of like great equipment. So we shot on an Ari Alexa which if you don't know, that's like an industry like standard, like most things that you see are shot on an Ari. Um, and the fact that we were able to get that package for the price that he was asking for was like a fraction of what a co- he would get from a commercial. Right. But we tapped into the fact that he really wanted to be a part of the story. Right. And he wanted to really just like flex a different muscle that he really is good at. And I just kind of let him play. I let him and Danny kind of figure out like what would work well within the spaces. And um, yeah, if you bring really passionate people who are doing something that they really wanted to do, they're going to make really good work. Right. That's what it is. Full stop about it. That footage looked good. It was it was great. Danny Mooney and who else? Danny Mooney is the director. Uh, Benji Dell is the DP. Benji Dell and Danny Mooney. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. So I, I owe a lot to both of them. Um, and also we got a great sound. We got a, a focus puller who every hair and makeup, like everybody was vetted, experienced. And even if they didn't have a ton of experience, all the department heads like knew what they were doing above the line, bro. Above yeah. the line. Yeah. And, good. and and for me, I understand coming from the, 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 the dance world that it's not just about the performers. It's mm. about the whole back end crew Shoot. and everything, you know, the machine, the whole machine, like who's the person doing the costumes, who is the person doing the set design and the stage manager, all that stuff, lighting, everything. And for doing that for over 10 years, I was able to have a huge respect for that because without them, the Correct. The production can't be done. So when I started making sandpaper, I went, okay, I I have full respect for these people who, you know, basically just grind themselves to do these, you know, beautiful. To serve other people's. But but not only that, but also they're not the ones who are getting credit. Correct. And I started thinking about it, and I was talking with uh, Danny about it, and him and I agreed that even though it's a short and it may not get a lot of, you know, distribution or, or, or a lot of money coming from the per- actual making sure. of it, we gave everybody back end. We gave everyone a percentage <clears throat> um, to kind of just kind of wow. tell everybody, like, we, we, we trust you yeah. and we thank you for doing this. It's your baby, too. It's, it's your baby, too. You know, um, that being said, like, who knows? It would be nice if HBO was like, hey, let's make this into a miniseries sure. or whatever. Yes. And here's a, here's a check for yeah. you and it, yeah. like buy it out. Like, fine. I'm way open to it. So if you're listening, you know, do the thing. Right. Um, uh, but I, I, I just really believe in, 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 in paying it forward. And that goes to what I was talking about earlier with setting the tone. Mm. 
I under, also understood that since I was going to be number one on the call sheet, since I was going to be, and I didn't plan all this, by the way. Right. I was just, I just took the situation on. And I'm like, okay, what would, you know, what would an A-list celebrity do in this situation? What would, you know, insert name do here if they were not, not only the writer, not only the producer, but also the lead actor? What would they do? All right, they're going to, like, be that guy or be that girl or be that person. And yeah, I'm just, again, I always go back to, I'm just grateful that people wanted to do this. Um, and I can't wait to see what happens when, you know, it's all done and it's being seen, True. you know, what that turns into, you know, I'm not, I'm not planning on anything, but I'm open to every and all possibilities. And the thing, the best thing about this is that I'm gonna talk about two things. I'm talking about the like the the multi hyphenate that you like you said the mm -hmm. A lister are yep. are doing, and I I want to talk about also the film and the gift that that it can be, the calling card that it can be. So first, like there's just so people think, and I think you've cracked the code already. Year and a half, year one, already in LA mm. is that uh, this is gonna be. I hope this is not too meta, but it's like. There's in the industry, if you're an actor listening, actor, dancer, performer, there's 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 a moment when you when you realize in your career of let's just say acting, and you're at a you're at a point where you're like, I love what I do, but I am a little out of control of where my next job is coming from. And no matter what I'm doing as the actor, I am someone else's employee. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen my eyes just finally opened up. And I was like, you know when you like go on IMDb or you Google some of these actors and you're like, where are they now? You're, you were an actor in the 90s, 70s, whatever, 2000s. Where, where, where are you? And there's that. You see the difference between the actor that was waiting for their next gig and the actor that you hear is like, so-and-so is producing a film. So-and-so has been is, directing for is, eight years. Has or been something. directing. Yeah. So-and-so is producing this. And so I think going back to you is like, I think top of my mind at this thing of like Reese Witherspoon that has like oh, she's a killing whole it. Killing, she's killing it. Killing it. And I look at her trajectory of being like, you know, legally blonde, cruel intentions, you know, you know, a great actress, you know, movie, movie, movie. And then I think at one point she came out with her essentially her one woman show film. What is it called? I don't know what it's called. It's Reese with a spoon and she's in the mountains. And, and it's like her with a backpack and she gets lost and she like by it's like literally it's just her in the film. And it's and it's like it was her first thing that she was like, I'm going to produce it. I'm going to star in it. And I wrote this thing. Mm. And then the industry shifted and started looking at her like, who the F who do you think do you, you are? think you are mm. writing and directing and starring in your own thing, submitting it to film festivals. You're reached with a spoon. Sit down and we'll give you Legally Blonde <laughs> 4 and do voiceover and relax. What are you doing? And now this girl is like, has her own production company. And she's, of course, still, she still acts. But she is using her 
her one one gift of hers, one tool to be like, I'm just I'm 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 gonna be a big player too. Yeah, I'm gonna be a I'm, I'm gonna be a big player. I'm not gonna wait for Legally Blonde Five. I'm not gonna wait for you know the next movie that I can be in that like then the other like I can make I can multiply diversify this check and create an entire legacy of generational wealth for my entire family if I just start becoming the writer or I talk to writers and I get these books and I get these undiscovered artists and these undiscovered authors and make their books come to life with my production company. I'll produce yes. them. Yes. And then so she, smart. she comes out with so smart. big little lies and she's like, I'm going to cast Meryl Streep and, and like every, every, every amazing Nicole Kidman, great actors. And it's going to be a mini series. Okay. Maybe I'll look at this book and I'll talk to Carrie Washington and I'll do little fires everywhere. And I'm like, great. And I'm like, I'm like Reese Witherspoon. Holy moly! What yeah. are you? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? And so I say that to say that like you, uh, you, you cracked the code earlier mm. than Reese Witherspoon. That you are like, oh, in order to stay in this, in this relative industry, I too am not just the employee. I can be the hyphenate. I can be the the actual producer and the director and people. People are, will hire Reese with a spoon yourself, whatever, to direct, to produce their thing, to be in it, star in it. Is yeah. you've you've just you've broken the glass ceiling of what it is that they're doing at what looks like the end of their career, but it's like they're like, oh, we're just getting started. So I love that. Yeah. That's what I have to say about Thank that because they're that is what like Olivia, like Olivia Wilde, don't worry, darling. Like they were like, I've been the sexy bombshell for a while. Why don't I start directing? Why don't I start producing? Why don't yeah. I start writing with a writing partner? And you're like, oh my God, that's how you get the stickiness of right. this industry. I I want to say one thing to any creators who are out there, especially the actors. Um, this is not just a podcast for actors. It's just for everybody. Correct. Um, a lot of people think that a certain individual has the power or the authority to choose who gets to be in a film. And a lot of times actors see like a casting director or the agents or managers or, or and, and <clears throat> they are influential and they do hold a certain amount of gravitas within making a film or making a, anything in this industry. But, it's not just them. Really, in my experience of also being a producer, it's really the producers and the director who are in conversation. And of course, every production is different. Sure. Every, every show is different. Every movie is different. But the people who are going to see you and put you in their, in, into, the, into the, 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 the roles are not always who you think it is. And so really understanding what the landscape is for a creative coming out and being like, this is who I am. This is what I do. I can do X, Y, and Z. Um, consider me for the part. Correct. Um, it may or may not get past those first people. Sure, sure. You know, it may not get past the agent manager, casting director, or casting associate. Sometimes, you know, it's... 
I mean, I have to be very careful what I say because I know that, that there are going to be, you know, people who are like, oh my God, I'm going to go to the producer's house and like, sure. you know, stalk them. Sure. But like at the same time, understanding that one, you can make your own work. Two, you have way more power than you think you do in terms of your creative expression. Um, but also thirdly, <clears throat> you know, you can reach out to the people who are making the things that you want to be a part of. And um, my, my last thing I have to say with that is we're just people. And if you come to people as people yeah. and not kind of putting them on a pedestal, right. the conversation can be so much better yeah. than you think it can be. You know, uh, I see so many individuals in, the, in life being so desperate for something to happen. And I know that the best case scenarios that I've been a part of that have come, you know, and shown the best amount of opportunity came from times in which I just treated people like people and I let it either come or not come or sometimes something wouldn't work out, but I was, you know, I was just my normal self to somebody. But then five years I get a call back and be like, Hey, uh, we're doing this thing. Uh, would you want to be a part of it? I remember from X, Y, and Z five years ago, like I would love to have you, come into the you know the room and to right. audition for it you know so you never know yeah. when things can happen and so don't be desperate know what <laughs> we have one moment for a commercial break right now i'm gonna hold cameron to hold his idea and we're gonna pause for a brief commercial intermission while i eat some crackers <laughs> and break i fucking love that uh, do you want something to eat? Later. Sure? Later. Later. It's okay. fine. Let's do okay. this. We got it. We're here. We're doing yeah. it. We're almost... And now we're back. And now we're back. We're back. I have had something to eat already now. Great. Honestly, I love this setup. Come on. Um, I and my girlfriend made this frame for the TV. Stunning. I got this TV from a neighbor. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah. Um, I walked in and I, the brand, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is cute. And then I looked at the, at yeah. the TV and I was like, oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, oxygen yeah, left my yeah. body so um, I'm, I'm glad I got this TV also there's so much stuff you can get for free can Bro. I just can I just say that real quick to plug um, here in LA if you just walk some of the streets Bro. people throw out all Bro. sorts of stuff Bruh. I can't tell you how many things I've gotten for free I've gotten this chair for free come on I've gotten that chair for free hey got the TV for free Ooh. I got uh, that for free. I yes. got I, I, the like, charge keys. That desk for free. Oh. Some of these plants for free. That lamp for free. Um, I got a lot of stuff for free. Come on. And just because people were moving out or people were yeah. moving to a no, new apartment yes. and they needed to downsize or yeah. they just didn't want it they anymore. Their own stuff. They're like, I don't know what to do with all this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> and so here I oh this table Walk we got the streets this of LA. there's so many I know everything everything's um anyway uh <laughs> it's a wild place out here it's a funny place out here LA is unlike any city in this entire world I, I, I would say like New York has a it's not a similar vibe but it has just as much going on but it's a different New York animal. Is, New York is not. LA is like 
this is the industry. New York, yes, they have Broadway and they have acting and they have dancing and stuff. But there's so many thriving industries in New York. Yes, food service, yes. healthcare, tech, yes. hospitality, any wellness. I would say that here too. Yes, but well, I think when people think when they think of L.A., Hollywood, we think of, think of Hollywood. They think of people don't know like, of course, the other place, but. Things aren't even really filmed in Hollywood. There's yeah. everywhere else. No, 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 no. Shot here. no, no, no. But it's like when people think of L.A. County, it's really like, oh, that's the 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 vibration of the of entertainment is here. Yeah. Whereas I feel like New York, you've got so many different things. It's like, oh, you. I feel like when you come to L.A., people are like, oh my God, you you're in L.A., so you must work in movie industry. When you go to New York, you could be like, I'm eh. uh, just like, oh, I own a bar. Or like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm an instructor, or I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, or I work in I work in Wall Street, or yeah. like, there's so many other industries in New York, like little specs, where LA is like, there's a lot of entertainment. You must do something entertainment, right? A lot right? of Why entertainment. Here if you're not here. entertainment. A lot of entertainment. Um, also, LA is a, a, an interesting place because you see the full scope of wealth. Correct. On one block. Ooh. Now you're talking. Right next to each other. Now you're talking. It's like yin and yang in terms of like wealth and opportunity. Mm. You literally have someone pulling up in a Ferrari, getting out and like full designer clothes, like their outfit's 10K, their car is like quarter million dollars, mm. and that's like one of seven cars they have. Right. Um, going in to get you know whatever smoothie that costs twenty bucks, oh. um, and they walk out and there's like a homeless person in a tent, correct? Like right next to them. It's like literally that yeah. scope, yeah. And it's just seen as normal, which I think is wild. And that there's whole other reasons and whole other problems that need to be addressed in this city. Yeah. Um, but it's wild out here. It's 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 cuckoo town. It's cuckoo town. It's cuckoo town. In in the best way possible. Yes. Um. I I do wish it was less expensive though. But mm-hmm. we're gonna get our Los Angeles mayor on this podcast. Yes. We're also gonna get Drew Barrymore. Yes. Um. Drew Barrymore, Celine Dion, uh, the mayor of Los Angeles. Yes. Yes. Um. You know, Elon Musk. Right here, in, in this, this room. apartment. Yes. Next to your fireplace. Ab- absolutely. Yes. 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 But the funny thing is, is that like in LA, uh-huh. it could happen. <laughs> it we're being could de- we're being delusional. It could happen, but it could happen. And that's why. I mean, that's the title I'm of I mean, that's the title of a podcast. Uh, it's it could happen. 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 Anyway, um. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to say to the beautiful people? To the beautiful people listening and watching, you're beautiful <laughs> people. And this is the podcast that is currently untitled. It could be named by the time oh, that this, this is, is published. The, this is the Cameron A.B. show. Oh, boom. Cameron, Cameron A.B. show. Um, man, guys, whoever you, whoever you are, actor, writer, painter, artist, whoever you are, however you found the podcast – Moving to LA, moving out of LA, you have you have you you feel like you you are a person that you feel like you have something. You have something that you're currently not activating. You're not doing it. You know, you feel like you're not getting paid to do the thing that you love to, the thing that you really want to do. So my piece of advice would just be like, 
And again, it's, it goes back to the simplest things. It's just start. Just start wherever it is. Wherever you're at with your, with, your, with your resource, with your computer, with the things that you have, your resources, just start making it. And make it as, as shitty as possible. And then make the next one like less shittier. And then you look at that, you, look at, you, know, you watch playback, mm. and you're like, that was so shit. But tomorrow, we're going to make, make it less shittier. And that's how you just create a community. That's how you create the, 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 mm-hmm. the momentum that you need for this community, for, for your life. That's how you create a career for yourself. That's how you create, like you did for yourself, actual physical product, yeah. a tangible thing to say, like, here's what I do. Yeah. So that it's just just to start with whatever that you have, whatever you have, just just start, and you'd be surprised. You would be really surprised because it could happen. happen. Back to you, Cameron. Um, <laughs> first of all, awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's so interesting. You touched on something that I, I wanted to talk about, and I completely forgot because I was so entranced by uh, your performance. Uh, um, <laughs> entranced? Yes. First of all, I love the energy that you have. Whoa! Always. It's it's always it's like always it's never not like this. You know, and and like you're not like performing. No, you're, this is who you are. And I, and, and Cameron, I, let me t- Cameron, let me tell you something. Go, go, go. Tell, tell me. me. Tell me something. Let me tell you something. Tell me. Microphone. Tell me. Tell me. I've tried to turn this off. <laughs> I've spent too much money in therapy. I've <laughs> no. talked to my parents. I've tried to turn this off. I tried. I've been to many pastors. I've tried to turn this energy off. And there it goes. And there it goes. It's, it's, it's <laughs> not going nowhere. And it's it's... Boundless energy. I've tried to find the the. the I trying to find where it starts and where it ends. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That is all. I think the last thing I really want to talk about is, uh-huh. <clears throat> um, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just doing it for you. Make sure it's what you really want to do. Get specific. So yeah, f- for me, what I really want is. I would love to have my own production company. Okay, boom, manifest, episode one, let's go. <laughs> I would love to have my own production company and be responsible for buying and selling um, IP, uh, working Ooh. with brands, uh, <laughs> working with writers, directors, producers in order to make really good stories. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, also, I, I do love to act. I do love to be in front of the camera. Um, but I also do like writing now. I also do like producing. Mm. And to be able to keep doing that, I find that for me, it's not so much of, oh, I need to make X amount of million no, dollars and no. be doing this thing, which is great. I'm yeah, not going to sure. say I won't do it. Correct. We'll take the check. We'll take the fucking check and I will be on set for 16 hours every day. that's the thing day. that's different is you're not going to take the check and be like, oh, finally, a million dollars. I can finally no. go to Bali. You're going to take the check and be like, how can I m- produce the most out mm-hmm. of this and make this $1 million stretch? Yeah. But also, as long as I can still keep a roof over my head, right. put food on the table, have amazing relationships with my friends and family and to, to, to be able to wake up every day and happy for what I'm doing. Yeah. 
fuck like that's everything yeah you know like who cares if i'm driving a lambo no one or if i'm in uh, like the 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 biggest you know five bedroom mansion in malibu or something like that like they're all nice yeah they're really, really nice. And I've been they in are. some of those houses and some of those people I've met. And, you know, sometimes it's it's not what you really want. And a lot of people I find, they think that that's the end goal and, like, that's it. And it's, like, full stop. Once I get that, it will be great. Mm-hmm. But even if you get that, you're going to be like, mm, what if a little more? Right. And so the goalposts keep on moving. Sure is. But if you have this feeling of contentment, if you have this feeling of enough, and I feel feel like like for me in my turn, my my place in life right now, um, something that has really differentiated me from other people is I know what enough looks like. Say that again. I know what enough looks like, and I know what enough feels like. Yeah. And. Of course, it's something I have to work on every single day, but being able to just wake up and be doing what I love to do and be able to do it on my own terms, like that that's enough. That's more than enough. Yeah. You know? And uh, I, I'm, I'm thankful and grateful that you're here. Hey. And that you were able to be a part of this. We're currently writing something. This is the truth. And, um, and, and it's one of those things where <clears throat> once you learn what that is, what that spark is, just keep doing it and keep making plays even though no one else is watching. I think I got that from Deion Sanders, actually. Um, uh, he said something like, keep making plays or something like that. I like So shout out to him. Um, but more importantly, just know what enough is. Ooh. Know what enough is and know what that real happiness is in your life. Yeah. And do that. Like, if it's fun for you, do it. But if whatever that thing is that you think is, like, the end goal, like, reevaluate. Just just take a step back and just reevaluate and see what is it that's really you want. Because yeah. it may not always be what everyone else thinks success is. Right. So that, those are kind of something that I've been working with and – ruminating over and um onward and upward so onward and upward all right sign us out cam um thank you everyone for tuning in um i don't i know this is going to be everywhere on social media um and whatever that's going to be but um thank you all for tuning in enjoy yourselves have a great day and i will see you on the next episode goodbye <laughs> and cut. And we're done. More M O O R E. And then at headshots by jmo.com. That's a lie. It's just headshots by jmo. <laughs> Do you want to try that again? Oh, one more time. <laughs> See, I fucking love doing this because we can just like cut it out. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just have fun. <laughs> done. Um, Jonathan, so, ah. so great talking to you. Oh, my gosh. Where can people find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram on two accounts. One is my on-camera account, and the other one is my photography account. The first one is I, Jonathan Moore. Second account is headshotsbyjmo.com. Wonderful. And you can find me on Instagram, cam underscore A underscore B. On TikTok, is Cameron AB. 
and um, if, you, if you search Cameron AB show, uh, you'll find all sorts of stuff on YouTube and all the other socials. And my website is CameronAB.com. So thanks so much for tuning in and uh, till next time. Till next time. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you so much, Cam.